had I I I, I lost a lot of my plaques. Um, this is one I, I actually like. I, I had an Usher plaque. I got. I I think it's. I think baby mama got it or some shit. I don't know. I get all my shit back. Bubba Sparks owes me a plaque. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that dude even up to? Rehab. <laughs> I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I can't be personally kick Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. I know this is gonna be a lot of no, okay. Let's keep this shit funky. Who you know who did have a prenup? Come to find out, Dr. Dre. Yeah, but she's challenging it. She says she was under duress. He forced her with attorneys to sign a prenup. Now, how long were they married? I don't don't know. They were married for a while. Let's say at least seven years. I don't know. Probably longer than that. that. Way longer than that. Now that the divorce is up and now that everything is out here, now you want to talk about you were under duress. 96. She seems she claims she was forced to sign the prenup back in 96. So that's way more than seven years. Way more. Years. And now mm-hmm. she's like, you ain't you ain't say nothing about that at all in all of that time. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> she wants some of that one bill. She uh, she also claimed that Dre said he felt guilty and ripped it up in front of her. The judge ain't rip it up. Thank you. Lawyer ain't ripped it up. Thank you. You can rip up that piece of paper all you want. That don't mean nothing. (laughs) Not a thing. Nothing. Like, like there's not another copy somewhere. Or, you know, you can. And and the other thing is, you can say whatever you want. What goes? What what matters is what's in writing. (laughs) What's what's on that paper? It's what's what's within that that rectangle. But Drake Drake Mm -hmm. came out and said he never said that. He's like, I never said yeah. that. I never ripped anything up. She signed it. You know, I'm at, I'm embellishing now, but she signed it. Mm-hmm. And now she's got sour grapes because he said, look, all right, I'll make sure you're taken care of. I'll pay you alimony and support. That's cool. She's like, nah, I want a chunk of that one bill. Mm. That's uh. yeah. And why yeah. would I want to get married? I'm just saying. <laughs> not that I got a billion on the line. In fact, it's more detrimental for me because I got less. <laughs> it's work. I, I think, you know, again, I, God forbid I'm ever in that place where me and my wife decide, you know, decide to split. As I don't see that as, a, you know, in the future. And I, I would hope that never happens, right? But, the journey, you know, while you're together, or whatever is work. It's it's work to stay together. You got to be willing to put that work in. There's been people that you know. There's been a couple of couples, at least one off the top of my head, that had announced they were going to get divorced, and then the quarantine hit, and they was like, "Oh, you know what? Now nah, we're gonna work it out. We're gonna stay." Neo, together. Neo, um, and his wife. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Um. As well as um. Uh, um. Ray J. Ray J. and his wife. I didn't know Ray J was married. Right, not right, that I, not that I cared. 
I mean, <laughs> Ray J did two things in his life I cared about. One of them was making a hot record. The other one was Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh boy! I said that a lot nicer than than I would have before. I'm turning over a new leaf. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Oh boy. That's uh. There's so much there. I say this. <laughs> I saw the video. <laughs> and 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 the and the petty part about it is there was there there was some weird back and forth between um between uh Kanye and Ray J. It feels funny even saying it like that. Kanye and Ray J had some. And um Ray J made that record. I I I hit it first, so I, you know. He he actually made a record called that, and he had a, like that. a lookalike in a video. <sighs> behind behind the scenes, quietly behind the scenes, and never made no noise about it. You know who was like, no, you didn't. Who? Nick Cannon. <laughs> like, quietly, he never say nothing about it. And like I let y'all have this. Okay, yeah, yeah y'all yeah, squabble. Y'all go and squabble. I'm I'm married to uh, Mariah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I'm the work part of marriage. I'm okay with, right? Because my parents are still married, and I've watched I watched them work for I mean ever. It feels like I mean they've been obviously married longer than I've been alive. You know, Um, that part doesn't bother me. The work failing in the in the dissolution of the marriage, that part doesn't bother me. It happens, right? Um, and ironically, divorce rates are going down, right? But now paired with that, marriage rates are also going down. So, <laughs> so it's kind of a false metric. If anybody ever throws that out to you, it's like, divorce rates are going down. Well, marriage rates are going down too. But so all of that, I'm not worried about. What I'm worried about is the... Um, a uh, disproportionate way that funds within the marriage are distributed in favor of women. Um, how disproportionately custody is decided in favor of women, right? So when it comes to the legalities of it, I have more to lose than she does. And until that kind of writes itself in the legal system, I, I don't want to take that chance. It's like, uh, I, I'm, so I, I watched this cat, um, mediocre tutorials and reviews, and he has a, um, he has a great analogy. He says, if you were going to go skydiving and you went to the skydiving place, and forgive me if I, if I butcher this analogy, but he says, if you're going to go skydiving, you go to the skydiving place and they have a sign up that says um, 50% of people who skydive survive would you go skydiving probably nah. not <laughs> right nah. i mean but, but then again i'm not daring like that that's a that's a, that's a very drastic example uh, analogy though you i don't think mean? so i don't think so no I, I think if we're if me and I meet a girl and we're both 18 and we ain't got shit and we get married and it doesn't work out, 
she gets half of my ain't got shit. Okay. But as you build as a man, you build and you establish, or even as a woman, right? Because this affects women, just men disproportionately. But um, as you build and you acquire, you live a certain amount of your life preparing for your retirement and to take care of yourself, you now take on a spouse. It doesn't work out. Half of what you set up for yourself is now gone to this other spouse who never helped you acquire it. So... I could put That's on that. Not, I could jump out that plane and lose big time. Yeah, but okay. To say that that the spouse never helped you acquire it, it, I don't think that's a fair analogy at all. Because, I mean, it is a partnership. There is support happening there, you know. And I, of course, this doesn't speak to everybody's situation. One hundred. But I would, I would think, you know, that. Having a partner, a life partner, if you will, that it's in their interest that you acquire and 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 or you're building together. Where she's working, or maybe she's not working, and you have kids. She's holding the kids and and the house down, or vice versa. Whatever it is, that is that's a partnership. That's the two. It's happening in conjunction with how you know how you are acquiring you know, your wealth and, and putting funds away or, or, or whatever, you know, whatever it is that your, your, your forward motion in life, your partner is helping you do that. If, yes. Um, if we got together, we both either had nothing or were relatively on equal footing speaking financially and we mm-hmm. built something together. She 100, whether I went out and worked and she stayed home, she went out and worked, I stayed home, we both went out and worked. She absolutely deserves, maybe not 50%, depending on the situation, but she absolutely deserves a, a, a good portion of what was created there. 100%, right? Because she contributed to the, um, the structure that even, that would have allowed me to go out and do it. No argument right. there. Where my argument lies is if I'm 47, if I got married tomorrow, she had nothing to do with everything that I acquired up to this point. Now, if we married and we stayed married five years, seven years, 10 years, perfectly willing to look at what we acquired together within that time, take half of it, move on with your life, I move on with mine. But that's not how it happens. Because we were married, she now has access to everything that I did 47 years before her. For what? Why? Because the, the, the law, the law, and, and I, God dog it, I think I mentioned this law on one of the other podcasts, but there was a law and it was kind of put in place. And please, somebody help me out in the comments. Um, folks, some of my red pill community people who deal with this stuff a lot more than I do, but it was kind of put into place that it was a law that was put into place to really kind of protect women. Um, and then I think that law was, uh, abolished, kicked out, gotten rid of in the late seventies, maybe early eighties. But the mindset of the courts stayed in the place where women should be protected and coddled and taken care of, and they can't take care of themselves. And the man is the provider and the woman is in the house. And if it was 1960 or 1940, I would agree with that 100%, but we're in a different day and time, right? 
I run into women and talk to women who make more money than me. <laughs> they're more educated. They're, they're paid better. They're financially more uh, stable. So why are you looking to me to give her, right? I, I, it's to, for yeah, me, I mean, at I this stage it, in my life, it I, just feels like too much to risk. I guess in that instance, you know, as long as as long as everybody's on the same page and agreeing on, okay, we came in this this way. If this for some reason doesn't work out, and I hate to even think of it that way because, you know, the old school, you know, thinking of it is that marriage is supposed to be permanent forever, you know, but it happens with that, you know, relationships end. Um, yeah, I always said if I did it, I would only do it once. I wouldn't want to marry and divorce and then remarry. So, but it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's looking very yeah. unlikely. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, God, for, God forbid. You know, I, I I'm no longer married. Like if we, except, I'm going back to pimping. That's that's it. I'm, <laughs> I'm putting the hat back on. I'll be this old ass man out there pimping. Me and Smokey Robinson. Gang, and Bishop Don Juan. Bishop Don Juan. Everybody out there. Yeah. You didn't say you and Smokey Robinson were going to be gang banging. <laughs> gang banging. <laughs> Double entendre there. <laughs> oh, God. Last but not least, since we're talking about pimping, I have to bring this to your attention. Have okay. you seen, um, what is it, uh, WAP? No. Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion dropped a new dropped a, a, a new video for a song called WAP. You just think for a second. I'm sure you can figure out what that <laughs> act what that acronym is for. Well, um, I think and, I figured it out, but with my new cleaner mouth, I'm not going to say it. We'll just we'll put it right right yeah. here. Um, I watched the video for the first, like I heard the song, I heard the song in the car because I have been hearing about it and I'm in me and my wife and in the car. We were driving and it came on the radio and so beat is cool, it's it's bumping and I hear Cardi, I love Cardi voice now. I don't know what it is. I like Cardi. Cardi came on her verse and I was like, okay, Cardi, she talking that straight, stripper just <laughs> let's just say let's just say my wife is not um she, she was she was like oh like uh, turn that off <laughs> like, like, I don't I don't want to hear that right now no that's just felt and and then I watched the video um I felt like I needed some ones I'm going to show you some of this <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. Um, it was uh, a <laughs> precipitation with a chance of making it rain. Hold on, hold on. Are we are we showing her? Is it what's what's going on with the uh, share? It doesn't like you. Is it? Yeah, no. It wouldn't let me show. It wouldn't let me show it. Hang on. Let's see. There it is. There we go. Oh my god. Really? Yeah, it is. Really? <laughs> Gotta love that. I said certified free. 
Seven days a week. Wet, wet. Make that, make that game weak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you dealing with some wet, wet, wet. Bring up in the mouth with this wet, wet, wet. Give me everything you got. Wait till, wait till Cardi get into it. Beat it up, baby. Get your charge. Extra and extra. Put this right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I wanna ride. I do a giggle. I'm kinda wild. Look at my mouth. Look at my thighs. It's where it's wet. Come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. That's role play. I wear disguise. I want you to park that big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make me dream. Make it stream. I don't color. Make the scene. I don't cook. I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Quit yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I run down on them before I have an eye. Running me, talk your shot, bite your lip. Ask for a call while you ride that dick. You really ain't never got him for a thing. He already made his mind up for you. Now get your boots, hang your coat. This wet, wet, wet. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet, wet, wet. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet, wet. And the cameo is <laughs> interesting choice. Who is that? Uh, uh, Kardashian sister. That's what I thought. They're responsible for taking down more black men than the police. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt I was. Oh, yeah. I, where are my ones? I need some ones. <sighs> I'm searching. I'm searching my wallet now. Like, yo. Okay. Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm I got to go in. Right. From a pure male standpoint. Okay. Right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, for all of those in audio that didn't get to see that, that was two thumbs up and all the teeth in my face displayed in a big Kool-Aid man smile. Um, now, can neither one of them rap, bruh? I mean, they cannot rap. They can make, ugh. Like, when I'm listening to it, I'm just like, ugh. The track is devoid of any musicality, right? <laughs> it's just, ugh, is how I feel about it. Um, okay. I, <laughs> I, en- I enjoy uh, the female figure as much as the next guy, but. Was that necessary? I mean, and then the why? Just why? That, why? I mean, okay. On the on the lyrical content of it, we've heard it before. This ain't nothing new. And we want, well, the new version of it is is that it's it's women doing it, right? But we've heard, you know, and what's out for Uncle Luke? We heard it before, and, he, and he, he's said, I, I won't say if he said way worse. It might be right on par with it, but we've, we've heard it before. In, in terms of this, okay, the only, I think the issue with it is that there is, there's not much else, um, no alternatives. Right, no counterbalance. Of, right, in terms of the music and the imagery, there's no alternatives to, at least back, back in our, in our youth's, we had, you know, we had Luke, um, but we also had Public Enemy and and BDP and X Clan and all these other positive Afro, you know, Afro positive images and stuff. Queen Latifah, you know, 
Um, and Yo-Yo, see, like, we had, who had a birthday you know, last week. Oh, right. We had there were there was there were other images. It wasn't just one. So that's I think that's that's the that's the issue with it right now. Other than that, I, I kind of enjoyed it. I now I can I listen to it with my son in the car? No. <laughs> I, watching, I was watching the video. He kept coming over by me. I'm like pausing it. Go away, kid. <laughs> this, <laughs> and and you weren't talking you to yet. your three year old. You're talking to your twenty year olds. <laughs> <laughs> now, Go I, away. I, one of these days, I'll, I'll take them to the strip club when this COVID shit is all over. I'll take them to the strip club. But you know, uh, look, it's not for it's not for everybody. And no. and the the music. Before that, we—I mean, come on—we had Akinelli. Put it in your mouth. Look, I'll take it even. I'll take it even a but step the woman, further. But but here's, and I'll say this: even with those records, with the Luke records and the Akinelli and um, Ten Cans, you need D in your life. Uh, <laughs> um, what's what's my man? Uh, Bitch, better have my money. AMG. All those records. Women loved those nasty ass records. They, they loved did. those records. So why wouldn't they love it from some women also? Look, and and I'll take it further because you name male rappers who had misogynistic lyrics towards women. There was Little Kim, there was Foxy Brown, there was Kaya, there was Trina. So this is not new, right? I, I think where I disconnect from it is Foxy Brown had bars. Kim had bars. Kaya didn't have bars. Trina was kind of dope. Um, Kaya also had um, uh, titties that were like so low it looked like kneecaps, but that's a whole other <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh, we talk oh. shit here. Hey, man. Oh, goddamn. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think I broke Mike. <laughs> yeah, you did. That was the first tear for the show right there. It was <laughs> um, uh, but I think there's felt and it might not actually be but there's there um presentations of sexually laden lyrics felt more artistic to me than what cardi b and megan Thee stallion and and whoever else out there now than what what they're doing like i mean <clears throat> I, I and i i mean far be i i guess i am kind of taken up for him cardi came from the strip club so did Eve. She came from... Okay, and Eve chose not to go that route. Fair enough. But Cardi was like, Yo, I'm going to talk about what I know. This is where we're going with it. And, and bef- before I get hit with being a hater, I'm not a hater. Um, I just personally don't like it. Now, I would never say it completely needs to go away because it fills a gap. Some people like it and they should be able to listen to what they like. And I don't knock anybody for becoming successful the way they become successful unless it's murder and theft you know where I, I don't I don't knock her her she I don't know much they about Megan Thee Stallion and I uh, know just slightly more about Cardi B but 
she grinded for a number of years and and built her situation. Can't knock that. I just hate her garbage music. Right, that's <laughs> all it is. You, Keep okay, making your you know money; okay, you'll just you know never what? make a penny off of me. Here's, okay, here's here, here's what it is for me, and I, and I tell you. So, I think I benefited from growing up in New York, right, and being exposed to you know the the the, the kind of hip hop that was out in the in the nineties, eighties, nineties, and and beyond, right. And when I went to the south, when I moved south, I moved to Florida. I finished high school in Florida, right, and that exposed me to. Um, you know, the, 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 the Southern bass music. So everything from, there was a group called, uh, what's, what's, uh, 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 Irk and Jerk. There was a record back then. Uh, mm-hmm. There was, um, um, two live crew. Oh, the entire, I, I'm, 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 I'm having a brain fart right now, but all, all, all the groups that came out of Miami and, you know, all those dirty South, it was about party music, right? And even when I moved to Atlanta, the the groups, you know, shout out to like Raheem the Dream and all you know all the cats that Kilo were out Ali, that, that would Raheem the Dream, Red Money, uh, uh, Shadi, um, Smurf, yes, all of them, all of them cats, man. It was a different lyrical content and different lyrical presentation. Yeah. The music was different, the flow was different. It wasn't what it wasn't like what, what was in New York. It wasn't like what was happening in Florida. And again, it was about party music, right? So and then you had some cats that could actually that 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 took, you know, spitting lyrics seriously. Like they had, you know, but even still, it was a different presentation. So that's how I look at the music now. It's a different lyrical presentation. It's on a it's on another, you can't really compare it. It's like, you know. How can you take the Migos and put them up to Eric B and Rakim? You can't. It's not the same thing. We're, we're talking apples and basketballs. It's completely different. It's not even, you know, some, it's music. It's, and I would say it is hip hop, but it's something, it's, it's, they don't, I don't even know if they consider it hip hop like that even. Like, not like what we look to hip hop to be. You know I, I mean? you know what? I think if, if we called it rap, if we called it pop, if we called it anything other than hip hop, a lot of my criticism goes away. But I, I believe, so, <laughs> oh God, I'm trying to remember this story. So, and I can say her name. She watches, watches the podcast and maybe she'll get mad at me for telling this story. So, okay. Ayana, you remember my girl Ayana? Yeah, she what's ha- up, girl? She had a friend that she lived in New York for a number of years from Atlanta, but she had a friend that did <clears throat> some, um, uh, uh, what do you call it when performance art? Gotcha. And without going too much into what the performance art was, it was wild. And she was telling me mm-hmm. about it. And I said, mm-hmm. that's not art. And we got into the biggest argument about it because her position was art is whatever it is to you. And I said, yes, but no, because there are standards in every presentation and everything that makes that thing a thing. Right. Um, 
there's a difference between music and noise. You can't just beat on a bunch of cans and call it music. People will apply a standard that has been set through time to say, that's not music, that's noise. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about hip hop. So when I start looking at the Cardi B presentations, the Megan Thee Stallion presentations, the Iggy Azalea presentations. um, I don't uh, care about her anymore. <laughs> Did we care about her when she was out? I'm just saying. For brief, was that for that was Ti's money grab? Let's just call that what it was. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But it, funny story about. Uh, well, I'm it just just to wrap up real quick. It's just when you take those things and you put them up against the standard. I say that doesn't fit the standard, and it's not even a. Uh, um, an evolution of the standard or a morphing of the standard into something different, like how Outkast did it. Outkast is hip hop, but it was very different from the standard, but it took that standard and took it to the next level. This is not, in my opinion, taking it to the next level. Again, would never I, I, want it to go I, away, but I don't call it hip hop. I think it's, a, I think it's, and it's, pre, it, it's, a, it's, it's the evolution of bass music, if anything. That's you know, fair. If you look at, you know, from from Soul Sonic Force, which inspired, you know, all that Miami bass sound and everything, and then Atlanta had its own bass sound. Yep. And which went on to trap music and all it's it's all spurred from that. Then, you know, New Orleans had the bounce music and all these things contributed to it. It's kind of borrowing from all of that. So it's it's not boom bap. No. It's more I think it's more bass. It's more of a bass feel, more of a <laughs> Strip club culture still. It's 100% strip club culture, but I don't even hear New Orleans bounce, ATL bass, Miami bass. I don't hear it in there anywhere, right? I don't even hear trap. Shout out to Lil John, father of trap music. People don't ever give him his credit for that. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't hear those elements in there. I don't, like I can't point to that. I can point to Miami bass and say, Oh, that's just Africa Bambada on some next level shit. But when I listen to this this newer shit, I'm like, yeah, I got nothing. And some the of BPMs it bangs. Are, I, Don't get me wrong. Some of it bangs. But mm-hmm. not much of it in my opinion. I mean, yeah. sorry. I mean, and, and then also it is generational. It is, you know what I mean? This, this shit ain't really for us exactly. You know what I mean? Yes, like my elderly cousin we spoke about earlier in the in the episode. In <laughs> it the always 70s. comes around, comes comes back around to gang banging. <laughs> okay, banging like the, you would see this and go, "What in the tarnations?" I mean, this is not necessarily for us, you know what I mean? But we can either appreciate it or understand, you know, <laughs> to quote uh, trumpet, "It is what it is." It is what it is. All right, before we get out of here, I want to um. Shout out some birthdays real quick, because that's kind of my thing now. Uh, Chuck okay. D turned 60 last yeah. weekend. Yeah, we missed his birthday last week. How- Chuck D, the rhythm, the rebel. He did a uh, fantastic interview with Vlad TV fairly recently. I, I encourage everybody to go check that out. Chuck drops gems in that interview. He talks about... Uh, Ice Cube coming to him in the Bomb Squad to produce the album. Uh, he, he touches on Flav and Griff a little bit. Uh, he talks about um, 
like his age entering into the rap game. It's it's a fantastic interview. I've watched, I've probably watched it twice at this point, but um, I encourage oh, wow. everybody to go to watch that. Shout out to Vlad and all of what he's doing over there. Um, what up, Vlad? Uh, Spinderella had a birthday last week. Yo-Yo had a birthday last week. And my man, Randy DeBarge. Oh, God. One of the DeBarge brothers. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to hold I'm trying to hold it, man. Like You can't say DeBarge without thinking cocaine for some reason. I don't know what it is, but happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, coming up this week, Megan Good's birthday. Oh, nice. Birthday, birthdays. My birthday hits on the uh, on actually on the eighth, the day that we're actually recording this. So she um she will always be in my mind uh, from that scene in Think Like a Man with uh, Romney Malco, where they walk out to the car. She's standing on the curb. He walks around, opens his door, and he goes, "What's the matter? The door's open." She goes, "I don't go on dates with men who don't open the door for me." He goes. Oh, really? And he just pulls off. Best scene in a movie <laughs> ever. Now, full disclosure, right. he backs up, he opens the door and for her, and they go on the date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fantastic scene. <laughs> also, Ricky Smiley, happy birthday, Rick. What's happening? And, um, and Kylie Jenner, who we just saw in the uh, WAP video. She's 23. Isn't she the most paid of all of them them girls? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she is. She makes the most yeah. money out of all of them girls. Them girls are rich. Uh-huh. I mean, they just she, stupid I mean, rich. Listen, she benefited from that, you know, from, from her sister's home movie. So. <laughs> she benefited from her sister's big benefit. We try to clean it up, right? You try to, you're just egging me on to say some shit. I'm trying not to. Ray J made that whole family famous. They they go into the bank off of his dick. It's crazy. Yeah, they got a they got a plaque with his dick on it in the house. Like, thank you, Ray J. Thank you. <laughs> okay, stop. That's enough. Hey, man, yo, appreciate y'all listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, make sure you subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe so you can see more videos like this. Of course, you can hit us up on our email. Um, no, I'm sorry, not email. Well, yeah, the email too. It's unpoppinshow at gmail. You can do that. But the, the uh, website, unpoppin.com, where you can get all the audio and video and everything in between. So thanks for watching. Thank you. Hello. Hey. Trump is the bad president. I know this is going to be unpopular, and I don't care.